1: Welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I am here by myself without Michelle who has COVID. Oh God bless her. She is not feeling well at all and so she's home. She would benefit from this cord magic we're gonna be talking about tonight. So I hope she's listening so she can use the cord magic for health and P.K. is also at home with some back issues, as usual. And anyways, both of these ladies I know are going to be listening to the show and hopefully able to benefit from all of what our guest is going to share tonight. So we're going to get into it with our wonderful guest, Brandi Williams, in just a few minutes. I want to make sure that you've gone To our Facebook page, give us a follow there, and you will be right on top of it in terms of the next shows that are coming up. We've got some real blockbusters. Next week we have somebody coming on who is going to talk about psilocybin and how it is being successfully used for mental illness, especially depression. I've heard from a number of people of how... This is so effective, and this is giving people a lot of options. Now, it's not yet legal everywhere, but it is legal in several states, and there is a big push to make it legal all across the United States, which I think is is great. It's about time so that people can get help and not suffer anymore with anxiety or depression or whatever it is. So we're going to hear from this gentleman next week, and he will explain the science behind it. He will explain the laws and also how it's being used in these areas where it's legal and the great results that people are getting. Now, there's another substance that is also being used, That is legal for this, and it's called tetamine, and we're going to have somebody come on uh, probably in the next two months to talk about that and how it is different from psilocybin but also treats anxiety, depression, you know, all those fun things that nobody wants to have anymore. So I'm going to do my best to bring you the best of the best, and you can learn from our guests and see if anything is of interest to you or if you have friends or family who are suffering with some form of mental illness that may want to look into this for themselves. So it's great to hear that minds are opening, literally, uh, to use these types of substances for the betterment of everybody's mental health. So great stuff coming up. William Evers is coming back. He's going to be talking about the hostile alien race that Reagan, President Reagan, was briefed about. We're going to be talking about that and see if he has anything to say in his predictions about CERN, because we know that started up again, and William's astrological predictions are always right on the money, so we've got to check with him on that and anything else he sees coming down the pike ready to slap us in the head. So we want to know everything William knows so we can be prepared. So, anyways, we've got some great UFO stories on our Facebook page. Take a look there. Apparently, more and more people just keep reporting them and sending the videos worldwide. So, take a look there. So, our guest tonight has written a new book, and it's a great book. I enjoyed reading it so much. It is called Cord Magic, Tapping into the Power of String, Yarn, Twists, and Knots. Now... Brandy Williams, our guest, is a Wiccan high priestess, a pagan magician, and a tantric yogini. Her magical motto is, Insight Through Love. You can find her on the web at brandywilliamsauthor.com, and she's with us right now, so let me bring her on. Brandy, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, it's great to have you here. I mean, you're obviously so experienced at so many things, but Chord Magic is just, it's so unique and yet so ancient. But we've never had anybody talk about this on the show. So how did you get involved with writing this book? Well, it's something that I've been thinking about writing for
0: a number of years. We, uh, when I When I first became a witch, my friends and I, experimented with chord magic and we um, we developed ways to do it and then developed ways to teach it and we go do it with friends and uh, workshops and in festivals and it's just something that's always been in my life um, and as i I've been sort of writing the books that i i wanted to write i said you know i've never gotten around to writing the chord magic book let's go do that and i'm i'm so thrilled at the way it's been received i mean people really take to this because it's just a it's so easy to do um so i'm, I'm very very happy with how it came out and how it's being received
1: i really enjoyed it and i know other people are going to enjoy it too and tell us a little bit about how you made the choice to become a witch is this something that ran in your family from your grandmother on down, or is this just something you felt was your path? No, my family, well, my family um, raised me Catholic, but
0: they. I'm a third-generation American. They came from uh, the the Czech Republic. And so I, I always had this strain of supernatural mysticism in the family, but the religion itself or the practices themselves were really um um more in the the sort of mystical christianity kind of way but i i really knew that that wasn't my path so when i was young i read books and when i was 16 i found Sybil leek's book the complete art of witchcraft and i said oh that's my path and i have been on that ah, path
1: ever since That's wonderful well it's good that you found it so young too and you can to it like that. Yeah,
0: and I'm not young anymore. <laughs> so it's really yeah. Uh, you said I'm so experienced. I'm like yes, that means old. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm turning 66 in August. So
1: congratulations. Oh my gosh, wait, that's 50. I can say 50 years. I've been a witch for 50 years. <laughs> that's fantastic. That that's cause for yeah. celebration. 50 year anniversary. That's yep. wonderful. Yeah. So so. Give us some introduction to this, because it is easy, but yet there are so many uses for this. And that's what I was impressed yeah. with. You can use it for just about anything. So take us through the, the process. How do we use this magic? How does it work?
0: You know, it's, it's a very simple, um, a simple magical technology to use. The key is to first think about what you want to do and make one sentence that's that thing. And that's probably the hardest thing to do in all of magic to figure out exactly what you want to happen, like, um, and and make it specific enough that it can happen, but not um, not too specific. You don't want to say um, I'm going to get a job next Thursday at three o'clock. You say my I I want a new job and it gives me the money that I need to make. It's on the bus line so I can get to and from work. Um, that kind of thing. So you need to know how to specify. The things that you want, but just one line. And the, I have to say, in chord magic, I generated a whole bunch of those. So if, if you're stuck, you can go look at the book, and it will it will uh, at least uh, give you some ideas of where to go. So that's the first thing: make a make a sentence. What is it you want to do? And then the second thing is, just think about what the um, what the correspondences are that you want to use. So what chord magic does is it uses um, fiber. Which is string essentially, um, and then it uses color and number. We assign meanings to color and number, and then we use that to power the magic. So that's really all you have to do. You have one sentence, and then you have some string. So I'm going to do a working for um, protection, and I want to maybe think about it as being kind of a marshal. It's like of Mars. I want the warrior to protect me, and Mars. The number associated with Mars is five, so I go get some string. Mars is the red planet, so I get three different kinds of red, or maybe I get a little bit of orange. I do five strands of a red um, and orange nature, and then I put those together to make my protection cord. Well, I say over the cord, I am protected. I am protected in, uh, as I walk out of the house. I am protected wherever I go. Um, and so that's it. That's, that's the the whole methodology for this, this magic.
1: And then when you when you have this this string, um, it's it's. Then what do you do with it? Do you put it somewhere? Do you wear it? What do you do with it?
0: I mean, that's the great thing. That, that's the great thing about a cord too. People actually make the cords like this using, using the exact technique. Jewelers will make it to sell with their pendants. Um, that, and you can find YouTube videos where people teach you how to how to make the cords. There's a there's a trick to making a twist so that the cord, um, the cord is generated, um, and they'll, they'll teach that. So you can wear it um, on yourself. You can wear it as part of a necklace. You can put it around your, your wrist. You can put it in your pocket. Or you can put it on something. You can put it on um your wall as a protection. You can put it on your luggage. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do because then oh, it ties the luggage okay. to me. Wherever wherever the luggage journeys, it it comes back to me.
1: <laughs>
0: and it yeah, gives so you, you something to you never lose to your luggage. Your black suitcase.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's great it's a very one. portable. It's small. Um and another great thing about cord magic, about making a cord, is that people wear them all the time. So you see people wearing things around their wrists, and it's uh, it's sort of stealth magic. It doesn't scream like, oh, I am doing a magic thing. It's like, oh, cool, what a cool cord, you know. So
1: um, yeah, wear it, it's right. it uh, it's,
0: put it somewhere, hang it on something.
1: Yeah, because I heard, I think, with fairy magic, when we had someone on the show, that uh, they use string also or a leather cord or something because uh they could be put in, in prison for their uh relationship with fairies and things way back when. So they mm-hmm. used string and, and that didn't tip anybody off. So
0: it exactly. kept them
1: safe. <laughs> and they could have their relationship with the fairy folk. Yeah. So I thought that yeah, was exactly that was amazing yeah because again, so many people were persecuted for having uh these beliefs and living their true path, and so they had to find ways to hide it, but yet still be able to find I,
0: I am oh yeah that's it i'm I'm old enough to remember um when people were um risking losing their jobs or losing their children because they were witches and it's it's much less common today uh, we've done a lot of work in the witchcraft community to advocate for Freedom of religion, and i don 't hear those stories anymore, but it was a really big deal when I first became a witch. It was very scary to say that you were a witch. Um, there are parts of the country today that that um, still would persecute someone who was that open, so it's you know it, it's it's helpful to have magic that you can do out in public
1: that um, that kind of flies under the radar exactly exactly that's such a great, great uh, thing about this technique that you can use it openly. Nobody even knows what you're doing. Like they may think you're like Madonna with your Kabbalah string or whatever, but (laughs) they won't necessarily liken it to anything else. So that's good. That's excellent. Now, you gave a, a wonderful story in the opening of your book. Would you mind sharing that about your friend whose daughter wasn't home? She was expected home, but she didn't make it home, which is very scary for any parent. And you used the cord magic to help her. That's a great story. Yes. Yeah,
0: and, you know, it's it's one of those things. I mean, you get a, a call from a friend, and I, I knew her and I knew her daughter, and she said, you know, my daughter's not home. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is where the pedal hits the metal when you're helping other people, right? What can I do yes. to help bring her home, right? And so um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, you have cord magic for this exact thing. So I go, um, so what's, what's your favorite color? She said blue. And I said, okay, what's Kathy's favorite color? And she said, pink. And then um, so I, I just grabbed. I, I have this huge bag of embroidery <laughs> floss. And possibly I have a chest full of yarn as well. So I can, <laughs> I can pull together um, colors. So I um, then I, um, I I myself added. So I, I had one color for Ca- Kathy, one color for her mom. And then I had one color for me. And it was yellow for optimism and hope that this would all work out. So I twisted them together mm. and I said, okay, um, just, and I, I told her, imagine a cord between yourself and your daughter. Now imagine yourself pulling it. And so she did. Um, and then, you know, we, we hung up and I said, call me the second she gets home. And so very shortly after that, she, the, her daughter came home and it was fine. She had just been wandering around and, um, and she was, she wasn't like young, young, she was 16, like a teenager, but um, she wasn't um, – um, she was a little bit developmentally, you know, um, um, it, it impaired. So it was uh-huh. a little – yeah, a challenge. There, there's a good word. And so, you know, she, we worried about her, but she came home. And, um, and so when I saw her again, I gave her the cord and said, here, the next time you, um, you know, you, you, your mom needs you, you can grab this cord and, and – um, and I told her mom, you know, the next time you need Kathy, you can imagine her with that cord. But I, it was a keep her safe cord also, because of course, with the, a girl lost, I mean, there's so many things that happen. It was a oh terrifying moment. Yes. So I was so, ha- I was so happy that she she got home okay. Um, and it was it was wonderful. It was such a good feeling because when people call you and they go, my daughter's missing, you're like, what can I do, right? right. And this gave me something right. to do. It gave me something immediate that helped me. It helped her. And it focused us on what we could do, and the positive outcome, and a way to make that tangible. So that was. uh This is why I started the book with it because it's
1: pretty dramatic. Pretty
0: dramatic story. It is.
1: It's, a, it's just a heartwarming story. And now, a lot of pets go missing. Can you do the same thing with a pet that's gone missing?
0: Oh, I I um I would if I had a pet missing, I would totally do it. In fact, um. There's a there's a Japanese shrine, a Shinto shrine, in Washington State that makes little talismans. They're called omamori, and they make little talismans for pets. My pets will not wear collars. I can't put them on them. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do is I make a cord, and I, I put the talisman on the cord for each of them individually, and I, I renew this like once a year, and then I offer it to Bast and say, Bast, keep my kitties safe. That was That's mm. good. I should I should write that up, actually, because I don't think I've told that story anywhere else.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, because I know I've, over the years so many people whose cats have gone missing, or dogs, or oh, yeah. donkeys, horses, whatever, and it just seemed like this would also be an appropriate cord magic technique to use with any of them.
0: Yes, that's right. And, and then um then then when your your kitties do eventually pass you can um bury them with the cord or you can you can cremate them with the cord i've lived long enough that i've i've lost kitties as well and it's a, mm. a, a way to um it's it's a way to do that and also um with one of my kitties i made a cord that represented her i lost her recently and i made a cord that represented huh. her and there's they when they create when they cremate um um pets they give you little little Necklaces, uh, a a little thing you can put some of their ashes in. And so I put her ashes oh, okay. in that and put it on the cord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, wonderful.
1: Yeah. And I know they do that for oh. people
0: too. Um but yeah.
1: It is so hard losing pets. I mean, to the when they have to pass to yeah. the other side. So, so difficult. But yeah, I mean yeah. If, if something if somebody's gone missing, it's this is a wonderful technique. It's to work. do. Now, yeah, yeah. W- let me just sp- specify this. When so somebody calls their daughter's missing, son is missing, whatever, then you can pull these strings together based on colors that they like and you can pull keep pulling the string closer to you, right? That's what you talked about in the book. So you actually were doing mm-hmm. this. And then you just asked the mom to imagine she was doing this, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, and it's kind of interesting the whole the whole
0: metaphor of tying stuff together or connecting stuff. The cord makes that tangible. And I used you know I used the physical cord to power that spell. It was a spell that we were doing together, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. you can also do that. I've, I've done this with um, with people that I need to stay connected with. I give I make a cord and cut it in in two. I give them one piece and me one piece, and then we're always connected. It's sort of the, well, no, a hand-fasting cord is like a, a, a single thing. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of like a hand-fasting cord, but it's not. But, yeah, th- that's a way to keep connected with people. And it's also a way to make um make a tangible connection that it's difficult to do physically, like that exact example where there's somebody who's not in my physical presence, but I want to connect her to her mom. It makes that, that wish tangible. Um, and, it, you know, I've had a, a friend who was dying, right, so um mm-hmm. he we we made a cord and we made it physically, and we also made it metaphorically and we um actually he was he had cancer, and we wanted to bring him back, right, so we made a cord and basically imagined him holding one end, and we pulled on the other end and we we got him you know his his first bout with cancer. We were he was able to overcome it, and of course we were one of many people who were were doing that magic with him, and he had lots of medicine on his side. But still, you know, it was it was something that let us do something, and it worked. So we we, we um as my cousin, uh, he was our coven mate, right? Our coven had had the cord and used it to pull him back out of the underworld. And then when he had relapse, and we knew he was going to go, we we paid out, and then we let it go and allowed him to go. So again, it makes that sort of Um, tangible connection with something that's that's difficult to to make tangible
1: yeah and and again it was a wonderful way to end the book uh, to read that story again very heartfelt connection now somebody just sent me a text and wanted to know what if there is a business connection you want to make with somebody that you find very difficult to meet because they're whatever high up on the on the, the ladder or whatever is there a way to use cord magic to create an introduction in in
0: general I wouldn't target a specific person with any magic just because um, what you really want is the outcome and not the person themselves it might be that the person that you you're thinking about is not quite the right person it's somebody who they report to somebody next to them somebody higher up but you can t- totally make a, a chord to have a specific outcome have a business outcome and that's something I did um, before I retired. I did a ton of chord magic around um, around my teams, around my managers. and so what I would do is the the general affirmations you know my my management team supports me. I have the introductions I need. I think that's the way to put it. I get the introductions okay. that I need and then mm-hmm. you decide what the what the um, what the correspondences are. What I do with chord magic is um, I have example. Example correspondences for number and color, and then I also have worksheets that let you fill out what your ideas are about what colors mean to you and what numbers mean to you. So you can either use mine off the shelf, or you can build it yourself. So you decide, you know, how many how many threads you're going to put in the, the string, and then what color they are, and then you can twist it saying that affirmation. Then, it, it, since it's business related, you might you know take it to work. You might, if you've got a briefcase, you can put it in the briefcase, or put it in your, your purse or satchel or your pocket. Um, and that, you know, every once in a while, I'm like, touch the, touch the cord and give yourself that affirmation. I I have the introductions that I need. And I want to tell you how old this magic is. This is the Babylonians were doing this exact thing. They would wear these cloaks and they would have fringes on the cloaks and they'd go into a a court and they would like tie a knot in the fringe and say, you know, my, my court case is going to be successful. So this is like thousands of years old, this kind of magic. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, didn't you say that in, they found some some thread or some string and it was 90,000 years old? Something crazy like that? Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's, it's yeah. a very special circumstance. It's basically in mud. I mean, you could, you could
0: put stuff in mud and it, um, and it, it is um, preserved. But I, uh, my heart beats faster at that sort of thing. I just, it's so geeky. But I just love that we have things that are so ancient and we can tell things about them. We know what kind of thread it was. And because of the other things that were found with that particular thing, the other things that were found in the cave, we know what kinds of colors they were using, too.
1: I mean, it really is extraordinary. That is but yeah, to have something that ancient, but something so portable and easy to use in contemporary times, it's, it's incredible. Now, <clears throat> prosperity is a big thing for people today, especially with the economy tanking and prices going up. Inflation is here. So what kinds of things would you suggest people do for prosperity with cord magic?
0: And that's another, um, another really good question about what it is that you want for prosperity. I've done over my life lots of very specific things and then lots of general things. Um, I'll, I'll sit down once a year and review my five year plan. Um, so mm-hmm. what do I want to have happen for me in the next five years? One of the plans we did, we, my, my family, my, um, uh, the three of us who lived together sat down and said, what do we want? We said, okay, we want a house. And our retirement plan is we're going to we're going to buy a house and we're going to pay it off. And so we did. We we did magic all along the process. The the first magic is we, we find the real estate agent and we find the mortgage broker. And so that happens and then we find the house that we want and that then occurs and then we say, Okay, we can continue to make the mortgage payments. We do not Buy any of the the strange mortgages, like the balloon payment mortgages that they try to sell us on. Right. To get a, uh-huh. a reasonable mortgage, <laughs> that, we, that was really important. There was a moment in time where people were trying to get you to to sign on to these like crazy mortgages. That well, no no we're not going to yeah, do that. Right. And then we um, we do magic for um, let's uh, let's keep our job right. So through this entire process, I have a job that can pay for the, the house. I make my payments on time um the bank stays solvent i actually had a bank i was a chase not chase uh it was uh washington mutual i was a washington mutual customer and i uh i actually worked for for a company and was a cons that consulted with them and one day you know i said hey where's everybody you know where's where's everybody who's supposed to come to my meeting and they go oh we're all taking our money out of the bank because it's closing down i went what oh no <laughs> my bank, right so yeah. You you your money stays safe. That's a good that's a good intention to put that's into, a good one this, this stag Especially intention. now. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. You definitely want to put that one oh, out yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all along, of course, I'm doing all of the real world things that make this happen. So I have the job, I am making the mortgage payment, I'm making sure that I can cover the mortgage payment. I'm keeping track of the fact that my you know, I need to put my money in a bank that is covered by the federal insurance, right? And that the amount yeah. that I have in the bank is covered. So all, all all the way through. And then right, you know, right down to, okay, that was my last payment. Now we own the house. And so I have this Congratulations. set of, I know, right? Um, it, but that, that was, um, that was like a step, a series of steps that brought you to a specific kind of prosperity, which is, okay, um, I, I now own a house and that's where I can retire. Um, and then there are all the things around – now, Now, now um, it doesn't mean that you never put money into the house again. <laughs> so the next set of things is the house stays safe. Um, I have the money to pay the taxes taxes on the house. I have the money to do the maintenance on the house. So those are all the prosperity things there. So when you say prosperity, wow. it's like a really Great. big subject, but what you do is chunk it down, right? Like what's the what's mm-hmm. the specific thing? Right mm-hmm. down to, you know, there are times in my life that I was like, I need $300 right now take my kitty to the vet and i do a chord for mm-hmm. that yep so, so how would you do that, a cord that, for that you clip. would
1: just pick a color that you feel is appropriate with your cat and then something for signifying money coming in like the oh, that's dark green yes. <laughs> you like that uh, okay you've got to eat <laughs> That's right. And so,
0: what color is the kitty? You know, and the uh, and and maybe um, you've got you've got kitties. You've got kitty hair. You can put the kitties' the kitty hair kind of twisted into the cord as well. Oh. And then you have something okay. that is uh, actually that's good for all pets, right? You can twist um, hair into into the cord. Um, that's good for people too. If you're doing magic for people in there, you know, and uh, they they are willing to give you a hair for that, then you can
1: put that into the cord too. Interesting, huh? That must be very powerful when you add that, right? Yeah,
0: you can do that with your own, actually, too, if you want to. Um, I use <laughs> I use hair as offerings out in the out in the world when I'm I'm picking up things in the forest. I'll leave hair. I don't like take stuff. I like um, I I ask the the land or I ask the tree. Can I you know can I have this branch that fell on the ground? And then I give a hair for that. A little oh. off cord magic, but things witches do. <laughs>
1: Well, hair is a bit like a cord, too, in its own way, so yeah, yes. that's fascinating yes, that's now, <clears throat> what about health? So, let us say you do have to take your cat or dog to the vet and they're not feeling well. what kind of cord magic would you use for health or recovery for, um, it, or it, you the pet healing. So. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's a really big issue, right? um um there's so many there's so many health challenges that you can have. So actually um, the Shinto shrine that I was mentioning has an interesting way of looking at it. They, they give you a talisman for recovering health and they give you a talisman for keeping your health. So you can Mm -hmm. have a perfectly, you know, you can be perfectly healthy, but it's not a bad idea to always have some kind of way that you're attracting or supporting your own health. I I personally um, associate health with green, that's just the way it is. But other people have other, other you know, colors that, that you might associate with health.
1: Right. Um, and so, I'm not saying so, that you do that in is, in place of taking your animal to the vet, certainly, but um, right. there is all the support that you can get in the magical world. Why not use it? Yes. Magic is always
0: an and, this and. So you take the cat to the vet and you do the, the cord. Um, right. You do the magic and... So you're, you, it's, not, it's not a substitute for real-world real stuff, but also it, it sort of lets you nudge the universe in the direction that you want it to go in. You're increasing the odds the thing you actually want to happen will happen. Just the, just the exercise, the clarity of sitting down and making a, a sentence that says what you want is already pointing you in the direction of having that thing happen. You don't have this vague idea right. that you want to, you know, have a prosperous life. You're like, no, I need a house to retire into, right? So that gives you a, a it helps you formulate your
1: goals. Yeah, and so you like doing the specific, um, specific statements. You find that works really well. Um, I,
0: I do, um, in in a sense, right? So you don't want to get, like I said, too specific. Like um, I, I. Um, I, I am getting a house in my, on my street, on this street, and it costs this much money, you know, um, that's too specific. I, I would say I, I'm, uh, I'm making a cord to have a house and it's within my budget and it's somewhere that's a really great place for me to live. So you can be general in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. Getting too specific, that, then it doesn't give the universe, <laughs> I know it sounds kind of wafty, but it doesn't give the universe enough scope You get too specific in the universe, like, I can't fill that order. But you go, like, I need a Ah, house. Okay, okay. we can give you a house. Okay, Mm -hmm. I didn't specify. I meant a house that was big enough for me to live in, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: As you're making these affirmations, (laughs) you figure out what works. Oh, yeah. you got Practice me a, house, but it's perfect. A, it's a it's a dollhouse. Excellent. <laughs>
1: that was, yeah, that was.
0: <laughs>
1: so you do want to qualify some yep. of these statements, absolutely. And, you know, I just want to go back to animals again because I, I heard this horrible, mm-hmm. I read this horrible story today that happened to a woman who owns a, a dog and brought the dog in for treatment for an ear infection, and they gave her dog uh, ear infection medicine, and it blinded him, blinded him. Oh, now, of course, that so is so, sorry. to me, that is so bad. I mean, I'm like, that should, they should just rip that medicine right off the, uh, you know, it shouldn't be available. It should not be available, anything that can cause right? that kind of damage. So, you know, one of the things I, I'm wondering about is if you need to take your pet to the vet for medical treatment, do the cord magic for protection. Yeah. So that your animal is protected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm so upset by this. I just read it like a few hours ago, and it really bothers me that that this happened. Mm. It never should have happened. And of course, the company that makes it is saying, "Oh, you know, uh, we don't know why this happened." Well, they should know. It's their medicine. But again, protecting Only our 1% pets. Only one percent of the because,
0: dogs will, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I think that's one percent too much. But I think it is an, an important consideration. It's just like when we go to the doctor, we can't expect that that doctor is going to be the the one who heals us. Um, oftentimes it's the opposite. So I think cord magic for protection should be used in anybody to go to the vet, to the doctor, to the dentist, whatever, so that we bring our protection with us. Just my suggestion.
0: Yeah, no, that's not, and it's why, one of the reasons I actually um, don't read a lot of news, I, I read news to, to keep up, but I've stopped drilling down into those stories because it would upset me so much. There are so many horrible things to ha- that happen to, to animals, it's just so sad, to you, and it's, it's hard it, yeah. to, my cat was not supposed to be out today, right? I'm like watching her walk across the yard, I'm like, who let you out? Let's get you back inside. And I looked at her and right. said, "You are a hostage to fortune. You know, it's like you love you love a little <laughs> a little creature like that, and they go wander off in the world, and anything can happen to them. So yeah, it's right. important to to pay attention to protection on all levels. Like, let's get you exactly. back inside." Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean it is protection on all levels and I think that's a really great affirmation when you do your cord magic for protection, protection on all levels. Could be protection from the vet, yeah. it could be protection from the medicine, it could be protection from other animals in the, you know, in the space, whatever. But I think that's a great one just to do as, you know, generally for for your pets and yourself. That's a good one. Yeah. Now, we're we're talking a little bit off the air that um, I know PK and I were talking about this and I mentioned it to you that we have some friends we have several friends who are going through some uh breakups that are not amicable and uh, it's it's very very challenging now how do you use cord magic for something like that and it's
0: something that um comes up a lot and cord magic is a great place to take that so you again make a cord, and you can make the cord with um a color for you, a color for the other person, um, a color for the relationship, uh and other things you know color for other people who are involved the time of year, so just make the cord, and then that gives you something you can cut, so you can ritualize that as much as you want, you know as I cut this cord so this relationship is cut. Now, how do you want that relationship to end? Do you want, and and what do you want out of that ending? Would you like right. to just not have that person in your life? Would you like to have an amicable ending so you can at some point pick up a friendship? So those are important things to think through in the in the ending of the relationship as well. But the the great thing about the court is that it gives you a way to, to make that, again, it gives you a way to make that tangible. Um, and... Um, there's a, there's a trick to cords. I've, I've been talking about um, separating cords, right? So when you make a cord, yeah. you can make two knots and then cut between them. Now you, that one cord has become two. In this case, you make the cord the cord and you just cut it and you, you haven't knotted it. So it unravels, then take that cord and do something with it. Like, don't just go, oh you know, and throw it in your, your desk drawer. You, you want to like recycle yeah. that in some ritual way. Um, You can put it in the goodwill bag ritually, like this moves off into the world, or you can put it, um, bury it in your backyard, throw it into running water. I know I don't normally advocate, you know – littering the environment but in the case of cords they're pretty small <laughs> and they also do degrade so
1: <laughs> right
0: that's a that's a way to to move them out of your or or burn them but burning is a, a cord actually like gives a lot of smoke and it's kind of acrid so probably earth or water are, are better choices
1: right now what if you wanted to to stop that person from being nasty because you know a lot of these these uh, endings are are pretty horrible and one person wants to go after the other with tremendous vengeance so how do you what would you recommend for something like that
0: yeah so that's a different thing than taking them out of your life that's more of a binding where you, um, you're you saying, I, I don't want this person's effect to affect my life anymore. And so in that case, you make the cord and you actually put a knot in it to to um, close up that action that they're taking against you. So I, I knot this cord, and as I knot this cord, so this person can no longer act against me. Um, you can take that cord and take a picture of the person and wrap it around that picture or something that represents that person for you. Then put it in a container so it's not like leaking energy in your space like a, a film canister, medicine uh, medicine canister, or uh, um, I don't know, uh, uh, cheap plastic um pencil case you can put in a pencil mm-hmm. case put a note in it what it is <laughs> so like yeah. three years later you pick this thing up you're like what is this thing you have no no memory of having made that right so put a note in it put the date put what the the intent of that that ritual was um and then you can decide to you know has it has it manifested have have you been able to bind that person are they out of your life then you can begin to um, unravel that and move on right um another thing this this, this uh Somebody gave me this. You can take something like that and stick it in the freezer. So now you've got yes, a, an object that I've represents the that. person to yourself. The cord, yeah. You've got the the knot. You put it in the freezer and it's frozen. They're not doing that stuff anymore. I I will tell you that I have done this exact thing. I had you know uh, in my youth, I had a, a person who was just really not leaving me alone, and this definitely got them off my back. It was very very handy really? to know about.
1: How long did yeah. it take to take effect? It was
0: instant. I mean, the, the minute wow. I, the minute I did it, my, it was actually a group of us <laughs> went into uh-huh. this, and and it was boom. Yeah, that person was no longer acting against me. Now I I did my my share. You know, I disengaged. I cut that person mm-hmm. off. I was not any longer like playing into the drama. I didn't let my friends play into the drama either. None of us are talking about this person or thinking about this person. We're moving on with our lives, and that person just moved on with his life. It was really a blessing. It was such a relief. When, you, when you're under that That's kind of um, strain with somebody's really, like, coming for you, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of your energy, right? Then um, oh, you yeah. have magic to do around releasing your stress, right? How are you going to release your stress? Though?
1: Yes. Yes, yeah, because it is very stressful. Um, it's yeah, it can can get pretty horrible, especially when there's material possessions involved and things need to be divided up, and you know it can get really really messy. So it can. Let's take that one also because that's a that's a big deal in a divorce situation or breakup when there's you know assets that are on the table and. Either one person doesn't want to be fair or both of them don't. So what do you do with that?
0: Yeah, that's a really good thing to put in your intentions, right? So as you're making the the separation, um, you you can lay that as part of your intention. I I separate my life from this person, and we divide our possessions in a way that's um, amicable for both of us or that is equitable. The word I want is equitable for both of us, right? So that's a good Mm -hmm. thing to put into the intention.
1: And You oh, might put that, that in a, a cord one. that
0: you're not not cutting. You're, you're like, yeah, you're, you're making a cord. It's like this this cord represents my separation from this person. My separation from this mm-hmm. person begins on this date. Right now, it's today, mm-hmm. and uh, we separate our possessions. We um we move on in our lives. Both of us find a place to go that is happy and healthy for us. Again, put you know put that on a card. Stick it stick it somewhere. Put it in a plastic bag. Put it somewhere, and come back to it. Give yourself a tickler. Make a make a note like. A year from now, I'm going to go look at this and see, is this magic still a magic that I want to be doing? Is the, the separation final? Then when the separation is final, you can, again, close that spell out and, and move on to something else. Right.
1: Now, I was told, and tell me if this is true or not, that if you burn something, it kind of releases the energy into the air. and You don't necessarily want it released into the air. Is that true? Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that's, okay. that's exactly true, right? <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want the energy released, you don't you don't wanna um you don't wanna burn it. Um unless the energy is an ending, right? So this energy is the energy of the ending of this relationship. I release it and so that's you know, that's when burning is okay. But like I said, cords are cords are hard to burn, right? Because they they make a lot of smoke. Even little bitty cords okay. it's not like a paper. If you're gonna do a spell like that, put on a put on flash paper. <laughs> you know oh. get a get a little piece of flash paper and write the intention on flash paper and then it it goes up in a in a second which is actually a really fun way to to do wishes off of cord magic mind you but it's it's a it's a great technique to know about like um I will have a great year for my birthday and you know set off the flash and paper and what is I, flash I paper I've never heard of
1: this brandy
0: oh um I bet if we put it in our search engine, we would find it. It's a magician's trick, essentially. It's paper that you light, and then it. Um, and they're small squares. It's not like a lot of a lot of um, a lot of materials, but they're small squares, and you just light it, and it goes poof. It flashes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's cool! Like it's, like okay. its
1: name. Why yeah, did yeah. I not know yeah, about so this? It's a, it's a All right. Yeah, so you would put so a wish like, uh, on more, that. More <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do indeed. So. <laughs> anyway, so you, you you use this square, you put your intention on it, you light it, and poof, it goes out into the air, and it's fulfilled. Yeah, that's right. I I know um, people who've used it at parties. Um, yeah,
0: I just put flash paper. Oh yeah, you, you can you can get it from your favorite um, person. I I try to shop from Etsy, so I bet you can find somebody on Etsy who will sell you flash. Oh, paper.
1: okay cool i'm going to look for that that just sounds like a blast so and all of this i mean all of this i know sometimes people are dealing with certainly very challenging issues but this is a light Mm. way of handling it which i like instead of the heavy duty ceremony which i know has its place too and has its reasons but again this being so easy you can do it in the moment you can do it you know, when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, you don't have to wear a special outfit for it, so <laughs> you don't have to prepare the room, you know what I mean? It's uh, This is just simple. This is why I love it so much, because I'm basically lazy, so this is good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I'm I'm in the get-it-done school of magic. I mean, I have done really elaborate ceremonial rituals that took a day to set up the temple, and... Three hours to do the ritual, right? So I've done that, done that end. But I have to say, if you can just like be wearing the clothes you're wearing, walk into your your office or your bedroom and grab something and do the magic, and it gets it done. That's that's where my heart
1: is. (laughs) Let's
0: get done.
1: Oh, I'm with you. Yes, absolutely. Can you share some stories of of people that you've worked with that have had things happen from using cord magic? um
0: that i can talk about let me think (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, you have
1: to use your names obviously sure no i uh, i i was just pulling
0: up my list of things um that i have done with people and one of the things that i really like to do with cord magic is to make a cord and tie it onto wheelchairs because again you've got somebody you love who is in a wheelchair so that means that they're going through stuff right um Mm -hmm. so my um my 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 partner's mother was in a wheelchair for a while and then she recovered she was able to get up and move around again but while she was in the wheelchair we made a cord for her for her recovery of health and to keep her safe the reason she was in a wheelchair was that she was older and she had fallen and she needed to recover from that so that's a that's a very handy thing to um
1: a, a, a very important impact to have on someone Yes, and so you would just, again, put your intention there that this person regains their health, you pick color, and then you tie it to their wheelchair or their hospital vet or whatever. So um, yeah. something like that. Oh, I think about healing, hospitals too. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: hospitals, um, if you've done any healing work or any um, support work in hospitals, they're very challenging environments to do magic in because you can't have you can't have candles. You can't have incense. You really can't have a whole lot of gear because it interferes with what they're doing. So a cord is a really easy way to bring magic into the hospital environment and get something something going. That's a, you can put it on the head of the bed. You can put it on the, the person. You can put it on their, their bedside table. And um, and and people kind of they again they they look at it as a decoration or they look at it as a as a goodwill thing you know like friendship cord they don't really see it as right. magic right so it, again it's something that they can accept where you you go into a hospital and you want to do a full on Wiccan
1: ritual they may not you know be so they might not like that, that. Depends on where you are. yeah mm. <laughs> right exactly but health you know it's such a personal journey and so many people today are struggling with chronic illness whether it's autoimmune disease heart conditions diabetes whatever it just seems that uh even though there's more medication than we've ever had in the history of the world we are getting sicker not healthier and <laughs> i
0: can i can crazy, rant it? i can really rant my my husband is in a wheelchair, and uh, we are fortunate enough that we have a van. He, yeah, I can put him in, and I can take him places. There are so many people in this country who are in wheelchairs who cannot leave their house. So oh. I will stop. <laughs> but I, no, I really please believe keep going that every person... Oh, you want me to rant? Because I really believe that it's yep. important for all of us to take care of each other. The most important thing we can do as human beings is to support each other. So if what we're doing in our lives doesn't, you know, it, it isn't getting us to that, that end, then, you know, we're not going on the right path. Every person deserves health care. Every person deserves to have a place to live that's safe. Every person who is disabled deserves to be able to get out of the house, to get the, you know, just get out into nature. And that's something that we haven't prioritized in this this culture, and I really think it's
1: important. I think so, too, because it's part of the healing. Yeah, it's part of our healing is to yeah. be in touch with the earth. They've done a lot of work on uh, earthing, they call it, grounding. I mean, they find that it yeah. has such amazing benefits, but you're right. People who are physically challenged can't necessarily get out. So, yeah, it's... It is something that we really should think about, and how we can help other people in our families or communities that that need that. But uh, yeah, I mean, certainly our healthcare system is is failing chronically ill patients. Emergency medicine, I've always said, in this country is pretty darn good, but the um, mm-hmm. the, the ongoing, you know, chronic stuff is is just not good. It's it there's not good treatment for anybody in this country. So, yeah, and, and the corn magic, I think, helps to bring a good intention to maybe attract the right kinds of therapies, the right kinds of approaches that might make a difference that aren't necessarily traditional.
0: Yeah, I was just saying, thank you for bringing it back to court magic because I was like, Brandy, you need to bring it back. Um, I was just no. thinking, too, <laughs> that if you've got somebody who's housebound and you, you, um, they're not able to get out into nature, you can go yourself to some place. Um, Island Lake Park down the road where there's a beautiful lake and there are trees and it's all green and there are ducks. And so I can go there and make a cord that pulls all of those energies in. I can get the green of the the trees and the the blue of the lake and the brown of the ducks and make a cord and take a picture and then bring it back to my husband and say, here, honey. Here's a chord from Islands Lake. I bring you the energy of this beautiful moment in nature, and show them the picture, and so you can bring that energy to someone who's not able to go themselves. So that's another way you could work it
1: too. That's a great idea, great idea. Yeah, and there are other therapies out there that are not traditional, but that are working. I mean, I, I'm doing medical research uh, quite frequently, and I'm, I often come across new treatments or off-label. Uh, medication that actually works for something else and it's it's remarkable but i do think that people are intuitively led to those places and i think cord magic can play a big role in that bringing people to the right therapy for them or the right method of healing the one that's going to have the most impact on good health so that would be fun to try
0: Yeah, so the intention is I have the therapies I need. I get the information that I need. I have the support I need from the medical caregivers. I have the support I need from my home caregivers.
1: (laughs) I'm living this right now, so I've got a lot of
0: specificity there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is great. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, yeah, there's so many creative ways to use this for healing, And, boy, do we need healing right now. (laughs) So, yes,
0: that's good.
1: Now, you did mention it's best not to think of a specific person that you want to draw into your circle, whether it's for business or love or anything like that. It's better to keep it more general. So let's move on to uh, love cord magic because that's another big thing for people. How do you use it for that?
0: Yeah, and so the – and I want to tell you, it's not like I haven't personally been tempted. (laughs) This person is in my life and stays in my life, but, you know, it's just not ethical magic. So you say, um, I have the person that I I need to support me emotionally. I have the person that, you know – that I need in my life. That's kind of the the place to go. And so there are lots of things like, you know, it's, it's not just love, but friendship, everyone needs people in our life. And these days it's harder to, to meet people and to establish friendships because we're all being a little bit more isolated from each other. So it's actually becoming really important to, to have a way to make those connections and cords are a way to do that. They, they attract, attract the person and then keep the person and keep the relationship healthy. So relationships have a story arc, and I I have a story arc of like two years. If my if my friendship lasts okay. longer than two years, it's probably going to be one that's,
1: that that keeps
0: you know that I I can keep. So, <laughs> Alright, I attract the person I, I I attract my friend. Um, we we support each other mutually. This relationship lasts for um you know for a while, right? Does so this relationship last as long as I need I need this kind of support in my life? Um, yep.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's good Now. I've heard people then, use wait, the and... affirmation. I'm sorry, go ahead. oh no, go ahead. Well, I've heard people use the affirmation this person or someone better now is that okay to do or not? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of on the line I there so much about... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I'm going to keep you until I trade you in for somebody better, honey. My husband and I, we, we've been married 40 years, and
1: for oh, a while good there. for you.
0: Probably the first, like, first 25 years of our marriage. Every year on our anniversary, we would sit down and we would say, okay, do we still want to be married, honey? You know, we'd go out and have an anniversary dinner. And, like, after 25, I said, honey, I think at this point, if we were going to make a change, we would already have done it. Let's just say we're <laughs> right or die, right? So- <laughs> yeah, right <Ride> or
1: die <laughs> like, is.
0: I'm not. I'm not going to jump, jump, jump horses at this point. This is the one I've got. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's yeah. So that right. seems well, like catching your bet, right? Oh. It's
0: like, <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I really want this person, but I don't want to say I want this person.
1: <laughs> so I like Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, like okay, here's um, person or somebody better. Here's an idea of what I'm looking for. So it could be this idea mm-hmm. yes. or there could be a better one that's better for me. So that's that's kind of the mm-hmm. way I've heard it and I just didn't know if that was a useful technique or not. We all have our ethics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
0: I I want to say I'm not I haven't been a perfect person. But whenever I've done a magic that's directed at a specific person, it's not really, it hasn't worked out for me. And so I kind of think that there's more, it's more than just like, oh, this is, this is the way we should treat, treat other people. I think there's something to it that we really don't want to make, want to try to force a tie on someone, right? I think that's, that's, that's the, magic doesn't
1: like that. <laughs> Yeah, and I think you're right that I, I was just thinking of a, a friend from so many years ago, and she created a, you know, one of those um, boards of photos of everything you want, and you know, those those types of things. Yes. And then she she met much. this guy, and she was like, that's it, And and they, you know, she put her intent out for him, specifically. They got married, but they also got divorced, and... Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly yeah. what you're saying. You know, it doesn't always work out like that when when you want somebody specifically and you're right, magic doesn't necessarily support that long term. Short term maybe, right? But that's it. Yeah. And
0: it's something I think about about love and relationships too. Some relationships are for a long time, like my relationship with my husband, but I was married and divorced in my youth. Um So that relationship didn't last, but it was nonetheless successful because, you know, you have to decide what what your value for success is. That relationship was successful because we supported each other. We were good to each other during the course of the relationship. And then when we parted, it was clear that I was growing up, I was so young, and he was growing in a different direction. So we parted amicably, and that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a definition of success. You don't, you know, because we, we have this idea in this culture, oh, you have failed, your marriage has failed. But it hasn't failed. It's, it did exactly what it was supposed to do, and you're now both moving into uh, another direction, right? So I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of that. It can be very positive. Ending a relationship can be a really positive thing for both of you, um, and I, I try. <laughs> I, I'm not always successful at ending, ending relationships amicably, but it's a goal.
1: Yeah, as you're right and and sometimes they they do uh, come to an end and they're supposed to come to an end uh, whether it's through death yes. or divorce or something else but yeah. So, you know, your points are well taken, definitely, definitely. And what about using cord magic for paranormal reasons, spiritual reasons? Talk to oh, us yeah. about that.
0: I mean, um Chords make magic tangible. I mean that's one of the a sort of theme about all of the things that we've been talking about you've got something that um you can't make physical cords let you make that physical and there's nothing um nothing less tangible right than your relationship with the with the spiritual so they're they're real concrete things. I have um deities that I have relationships with, and I make chords for them for each one of them as my relationship with that deity. So I can wear that cord while I am invoking the deity. I can take the cord. I can wear it out in the world when I want to. Um, when I want to do the work of that deity. A really good example is Hera, who is a goddess who blesses marriages. So when I officiate a wedding, I wear a cord that's dedicated to Hera, and a, a, it's got a little um, pendant that's got her head on it. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a, a really good way to kind of make that a, a spiritual thing. Um, and then just for in general, like. You, you want something in your life. You want something spiritual in your life. So again, that's a, mm-hmm. a, an attracting thing. What do you, what do you want to have happen? I, I want a, a experience with a group that brings me forward in my path. I would like to connect with an entity or a deity that brings me forward in my life that, that, um, that will protect me or that will help guide me in the next steps that I need to take. Um, so mm-hmm. all of those things are, are intentions that you can put into a cord.
1: Yeah, I think that right now there's a lot of people, obviously, more interested than ever in the paranormal, UFOs, ghosts, etc. So you can use cord magic for that. But, again, you want to keep it more general, not specific. Like, But even, for example, somebody just wrote in, can I use this to communicate with extraterrestrials? Call in the UFO. You know, there's a big thing right now with several groups out there that are doing that. So can cord magic help that?
0: I, I don't see why not. <laughs> um, and so, so, you know, what, what is the result that you want? Um, you're wanting a contact. So um, there's a, there's an analogous thing in the ceremonial world. I haven't done it with extraterrestrials, but I've done it with um, archangels and demons. Um, they're, they're similar entities and that you're working with an entity that can't physically manifest in front of you and talk to you, right? So how do you want mm-hmm. that manifestation to happen? Um, and one of the things that – one of the great things to do is to say, you know, in a dream, bring to me in a dream a contact with this entity. And that's kind of where I've gone. Um, but you might do meditation. So you sit and meditate you want to have a contact with the entity then um discord hold the cord and see if you can make a contact with the entity make a result you know c- record the results make a, a journal entry so you you know what you did what the experiment was and how it worked out but that would be that would be one way to do it um so when you said contact that that was kind of where i went what does contact mean what does success yeah. mean in the contact and i yeah mm-hmm. and
1: um every once in a while when
0: i'm doing something like that i'm like go ahead
1: Oh, go ahead. Once, once in a while, you're doing these things, and what happens? Um, and I um,
0: and I say, um, give me a tangible result. Like, okay, if you're really real, then make yeah. something happen. Uh, show um, up. Make make a particular. <laughs> yeah. Show up, right? So, um, so um, I I want a ring. Bring me a ring, right? And so mm-hmm. somebody gives you a ring, or you find a ring on a on the sidewalk, and you're like, okay, that worked. So, uh, but I try really hard not to not to head in that direction. You can set yourself up for failure there. Um, um, and it's kind of, it's kind of demanding. <laughs> like I don't make, make yeah. me, you know, so, so I, don't, I don't do that too often. So yeah. So again, yeah, for the, for the, the um, what's, what's contact mean to you and it's, it's probably more successful to say I'm going to meditate and have a sense of contact with that entity, whatever, whatever you conceptualize it.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I know, for example, Dr. Stephen Greer's work, he has an app now where you can play these tones. He calls them crop circle tones. I don't know where they come from. They're pretty wild uh, sounding. I kind of like them. But then you do this brief meditation and then you watch the sky and a lot of people have had great results with that but i was thinking oh wow. wow i bet you could really amp it up with some cord magic <laughs> so yeah because they are spotting <laughs> uh, lights in the sky and some of them are getting amazing photos and videos and and things like that so you could wow. use this
0: i want to say i saw i saw a ufo when i was a kid an entire um an entire neighborhood of people stood on a hillside Watching this UFO and, you know, other uh, on the news the next day we heard, oh, yes, it was, you know, a weather balloon. It was totally not. (laughs) So I'm I'm absolutely on the side of, yes, there are things out there um, and we we don't have a big enough worldview to be able to encompass them, but they are there.
1: No, they really are, and the government has been lying to us about it for over 70 years. They've just kept everything from us that they possibly could. So having these groups like Dr. Greer's group out there doing this kind of thing, I think it's great because I'm sure it drives the government nuts that people are trying to do this and are succeeding on their own. But his isn't the only group. There's many <laughs> others. So, But, yeah, I mean, we don't need an intermediary that lies to us. So, I always tell everybody, you know, just go find the group that you feel most comfortable with. But now they can do cord magic yeah. with it. So that's I was just better. thinking,
0: if I was gonna do a cord for contacting extraterrestrials, I would go to one of the metallic chords myself. <laughs> Get one Ooh. of those really sparkly
1: ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some idea. really, really pretty ones. Because oh, the I like the that. image
0: that the the UFOs that I saw was was um very metallic um i would make a oh, you know wow. i i could today make that cord um to connect to, to that particular thing that i saw because it had color right and number ooh that was a good idea thank you <laughs> that <was really> fun.
1: <laughs> so what number would you put with that would you put a 9 or what what would you it do was, uh there were
0: there were there were um windows and the the um and it was clear that it was rotating because there was a gap in one of the windows. So I'll have to go look at the memory and see if I, I counted it at some point. But, yeah, that would be the number that I would use, the number of windows that we saw.
1: And when you saw the windows on this UFO, did you see anybody inside?
0: No, it was too far away.
1: And, I, I you know, ah. it's a story that I don't tell really often because there are a lot of people like that, right? But I want to
0: tell you, my my parents and everyone in the neighborhood. It wasn't like a couple of us going, oh, look at that thing in the sky. It's was like, you guys, look at that thing. No, seriously, look at that thing. (laughs) You know? And it's like, there is nothing else it can be than this thing, right? Um, So I I work in a lot in the the metaphysical world. You know, I I went immediately to the, you know, archangels and demons because that's the way that the people I usually work with talk. And they're not so much into the, you know, into that that side, into the, that that side of the, the paranormal, right? But no, it's, mm-hmm. it's true. It 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 is out there.
1: Well, and what do you do now you mentioned archangels? Uh what do you do to connect with archangels? Because that's a very different oh, energy. Oh, yeah. Yes,
0: I I am a witch and also a ceremonial magician, right? So we have um very Now there's where you get the elaborate <laughs> the elaborate um rituals um and there there are really set correspondences. So I know people who make cords that are to to pull the energy of a kabbalistic sphere, and they make these really beautiful, you know, very very elaborate cords. With um, um, and and again, it's, it's all about number and color. And then they will do an indication. They will use the appropriate and do a whole ritual to consecrate that, and then wear the cord to bring the energy of that that sphere to them. And each of the spheres has an archangel associated, so they might invoke the archangel. Um, in creating the cord and then wear the cord while they're invoking the archangel. So that, that's basically wow. it. It's, it's a, um, so it's, it's something that you, it's a bunch, there were a bunch of levels to that um, invoking the archangel as you create the cord and then using the cord to invoke the archangel again. So again, it makes that kind of connection.
1: Now, when you do that kind of work, what is your experience with the archangels? Oh um they are big. <laughs> they're just really big, right? They <laughs> Yeah.
0: They're very large presences but very um very friendly, right? So there are a lot of entities out there in the world. Some of them are friendly to people and some of them are not. It's really uh, mm-hmm. helpful to know which ones are and which ones aren't. Archangels are guaranteed to be um to be positive energies. They're not punishing, they're not um mischievous. Yeah. Yeah, you need one of those in your life because there are energies that are punishing and mischievous. And you know, uh, oh, maybe I don't want to trust that entity. Uh, but yeah, archangels, when you invoke them, you get what they are. Mhm. That's great. They're solid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's wonderful.
1: Demons are so a whole other thing, thing, right? Know.
0: So I don't, I don't do a lot of demon yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're what yeah, do that's do a really the, long conversation. Well, um, we have a little there, bit of time a, left a, a, here, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, because there's a, there's a story arc about the way we've thought about demons in Western culture, in in Christian sort of mysticism, demons are. Evil and they are to be banished. Um, ceremonial magicians got into this thing where they would invoke demons as servants to get them to do stuff. And these days, what, um, the best ceremonial magicians do is to, to invoke demons understanding that they are a level of being that's not as advanced even as humans or as archangels and part of, and they're part of the spectrum, right? So we're, we're sort of in the middle. We invoke an archangel to bring a really big spiritual positive energy into our lives. And then we bring that back down to demons. So the the demon is uh, just like the, the little subconscious thing that's running around in your, your mind, making the machinery of the universe go. So you bring your influx of positive energy down to the demon and that's and you as you make this relationship with this demon, your that's your intent. Your intent is that they they work with you and help you, but also you are patterning them to move in a positive direction and to evolve as well.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I know Lon Duquette talked a lot about that, and it's it Lon, was yeah. fascinating. <laughs> yeah, you know, Lon. Oh, Lon. He, Lon? I mean, oh gosh. Oh. oh yeah, he's a riot. I just, you don't want you to make follow me. Laugh. You, you not. <laughs> I, I was a, a,
0: a Lana's a friend, and I we we would both go to these big conferences. And once I was placed against him, I'm like, oh no, nobody's going to come to my talk. You know. So he's, <laughs> he's wonderful. He's funny. He's oh really my God. funny and and very he, he's smart. Hilarious. He's funny. He's smart. He's wise. Yeah. 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 He's a good yeah.
1: guy. And he, yeah. he, so he really. Um, he,
0: He's really, like, pioneered this idea, right? I, I kind of described his, his way of looking at demons. He's really kind of pioneered this idea, and I, I think it's reforming magic, reforming ceremonial magic. You don't want to be the kind of, you know, person or magician that walks through the world going, I will impose my will on the universe. You, demon, right. you serve me. You know, it's, it's, it's really nice to have another way of looking at it to say, no, I'm entering into a partnership. I know that I'm the, I'm the person who's doing the guiding, like yes. with my cat. I don't expect that my cat mm-hmm. is <laughs> maybe I should say it like that. I don't expect that my cat is running the relationship. I'm going to be setting some parameters. Like, kitty, you don't get to go outside. Yes, we are going to go to the vet. No, you're not going to eat every single thing that you want. You're get, you, you become a blob, you know. But within those parameters, the cat runs around the house wherever she wants to go, and I make sure that she's got places where she can go so that makes her happy. So it's a partnership, and I know that I'm the senior person in the partnership. And that's exactly right. the frame that, that Ron has put on, on this kind of magic. And it's, it's an in, incredibly necessary reform, I think.
1: I think so. Because I know he talked about it's your responsibility to bring these, uh, yes. these demons into the light. And I thought, what a fascinating way of looking at that energy. You know, rather than just keeping a focus on uh, the light, the archangels, the, you know, all of that, um, we're also responsible for the darkness. And that realm, yes. that's, that's something we need to be responsible to as well. So, yeah, very interesting stuff. And I think so that's can very brave can of centralize. you that you do that. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't do that much work with him, I must
0: say. But yeah, the, and so courts can, again, work in, in that environment too. So you you might pick up one of the books that lists um, demons, pick one and say, all right, this is the one that I want to work with, and then make a court for that relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You could also make a chord for a general relationship. Here, this is a chord for me to work with the negative parts of my personality, or to work with my subconscious demons, right? And here's what I want from mm-hmm. that relationship: I want to, um, I want to help myself evolve. I want to help the demons evolve, and right. I want to bring all of this in the framework of positive spiritual development for us both. But I also want to remain. In charge of this relationship, so that it's it's in my um, i I'm doing the directing I'm not turning over the the energy of my life to the demons to run rampant you know we've seen that happen in people's lives right um but this, yeah. this is what I want to do so then then you know um, the it's kind of interesting because the the demonology books do the demons have numbers so you can go um go work with the the number of the demon um or you you might um you might choose your colors like there there are we think of demons as dark so you might have a purple or a dark green to represent the demonic energy and then a yellow ener- yellow to represent light, um that you're you're trying to move the, the demon in that particular direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's just so
1: interesting. Yeah. Well we are responsible for all of this. We're responsible for the shadow and the light. So it, it does make sense, although it sounds daunting, you know, to take that on. So that's what I'm saying I'm, I really give you credit because that's <laughs> that's a big job. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So tell us more. What else can you use chord magic for? I, I get that you can do it for anything, but what are people using it for, aside from what we've already talked um, about? It's so interesting. When I do
0: when I bring chord magic to people who don't know it, um, the, there's a gathering of friends and I go, Hey, I just wrote this book on cord magic. Have I shown you all how to make cords? And there's always somebody who I haven't shown. So I like like Ellen sends us these boxes, right? I'm like, Okay, here, have have one of the books. I brought some some yarn with me. And everybody's got instantly like something they want to do. It's the thing that they're like they're working on right now. Oh, man, I really need to get into school. Okay, well, let's make a cord for that. And they'll tend to Mm -hmm. make, like, one cord and use it, wear it, until they get the thing that they want and then move on, right? So that's something that I found very, very interesting. Now, I'm a type A, right? So when I started doing cord magic, I would do, like, I'd make cords, and I would wear them on every single body part, right? I'd, like, walk into a pagan event, and I've got cords hanging off my wrists and my arms and my legs and my ankles, (laughs) ones around my neck and around my waist, right? So I, I, like, really overdo everything. So it's kind of fun. But I'll I'll run into, you know, I I run into this person again um, a month later, and they're still wearing that cord around their their wrist. So that's a... Mm -hmm that's really fun. And it's usually something like that. It's not it's like the thing that's the most important thing right now. Yeah, no, I really need a job. I need um I need to get into this school. I'm thinking about moving um I need I need a place to go. So there's always like one one top of mind that I've found
1: generally that people just have something they're working on. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Now, when you do cord magic in a group or in a coven, does it increase its power? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, the more people you have putting energy into the cord, the better. I I generally make cords myself, but it's really fun to make it with another person and help them. Um, So you're putting your intention into it, it too. You're putting your energy into that cord that that person gets what they want, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. And then it's harder to do in a group, but we have done it. Um, And and it's really mostly when, when the coven does a cord, it's because we're making an initiation cord. So we're making a really long cord for somebody to bring them into the crafter. To, to elevate them um, from one degree to another and so it takes a lot of people to do but that's also so lovely to, to get a chance to do it as a group and then to sort of give that to that person it's a connection it helps them move forward in their magic um, and but it's it's complicated you get five people on a court and you really have to think through how are you going to do this for sure
1: yeah yeah now it's been said that once you do something like this, you don't tell people this is what the court is for. It's not really for uh, other people to know. Is that true? You know, I I
0: think so. I mean, in general, um, I don't tell people what I'm doing my magic for at all. It's one of the things um, to know, to dare, to will, to keep silent. The silence helps to protect the the intent. I've seen so many people just... Um, blow the energy of anything by announcing to people, right? So I'm going to write a book. Did you write the book? No. Write Mm -hmm. the book and then say, I have written that book. It's a much more successful strategy. Um, Now, but, you know, you can say, yeah, I made this court for protection. It's not, you know, um, it's not going to to ruin the energy of the court to say that. And I think it's important to do because it shows people – that there's a cord and that you're doing it, you know, you're using the magic and you, you can use this magic for protection, but I might not say I'm using this this cord to protect me from this person who's really got, you know, got it in for me. That would be the part, the detail that I would leave out.
1: Okay, yeah, because I've heard that if you tell people your intention, it, it just if they're jealous or judgmental, it can interfere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They so don't your want friends, to give them right, that opportunity. Can, yeah. Your, your friends yeah. Can
0: inadvertently ill-wish you, right? Like, oh, I'm going to retire in a year. Yeah, but what if, uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, you know, exactly. What, what, what if you need the job and you can't, you know, you can't find another job? Or what if you need the job and you don't You don't have the money saved that you need to? You just ill-wished me. Thank
1: you so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. So I don't, I don't announce. Yeah, thanks for the negativity. Yeah, so it's a good way to just keep yeah. it keep it a secret between you and you. And yeah, now in your practice, yeah. are you? Do people ever ask you? Would you make me a magical cord to do X Y Z?
0: Generally, generally not. People do ask
1: for things. Um, it's something
0: that my cousin does. We've been meeting for I won't remember. <laughs> I'm going to say eighty six, <laughs> so so somebody can do the math. We we formed in '86, 80, um, mm-hmm. so so people ask us for things all the time, and we just we meet every Sabbath, and when we're doing the um, the cone of power and making wishes, we'll just stop and say, okay, this person wanted this, this person wanted this. Um, Mary needs, uh, Mary's going in for surgery this week. Oh no. Okay. we'll we'll work for a successful conclusion to her surgery. And, uh, John needs a job. There was there, and you can tell what's going on in in society because you'll get a whole stack of the same requests. Like everybody wants, um, a job like right now, because there was, there was tremendous flutter in the economy. Right. So,
1: um, and right
0: now, so there's so many health things. I mean, health has like been, um, top of mind since at least the pandemic. People have brought mm-hmm. us, uh, and people of all ages. It's not just you know because all of our friends are our age. People of all ages right. have um, have just these these same issues, right? So uh, yeah. My favorite was um, uh, um, uh, my my mate who said, "Let my child make wise choices." <laughs> like yeah, oh. that's a good wish. Let her make uh, wise a wish. choices. Yes. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I don't I don't necessarily do chords. For, for them, or I don't get requests for cores, but we do all the time get requests from people, help, help me with, help help would your cousin help with this thing? Okay. Which is how I can have this, this long, you know, the magic has like an extended, extensive list of things that people need, and it's because of, you know, however many years of having these requests come in, you, you, you start seeing patterns.
1: Yeah. Now, what about this one, solving crimes? There's a lot of crime going oh. on, and people are getting murdered and kidnapped, dragged off. Uh, what about using core magic for that?
0: You know, the ones that really break my heart are when children go missing and you uh, don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, that yeah. is just painful. So that that would be something. Again, um, you can you can um, you can make an intent that the um the person can um the the people who are involved in the case get closure whatever that is right when there's an urgent like somebody's been um somebody's somebody's been kidnapped you could certainly make a court just for for their safe return but when you've got those kind of long long standing things you can like make a make a court for a resolution that brings peace to everybody who's involved for, for in general, I I don't try to make, these are all very specific things that we're talking about with cord magic. I don't generally make societal um, wishes with cords. We do as a coven. um, We'll, we'll make wishes for people to be safe, for people to be healthy. My particular one, when we're, we're raising cone of power in the, the coven, the one that I'm, I'm always working for is let the weather fall into a pattern It's not even. um, It's not even like um, let let global warming not happen because that's that's kind of a as you said in some places it's not it's not warming it's actually cooling. What's happening is chaos, and what you really Mm -hmm. need is order. You need a pattern. So the the specific weather magic that I do is let the weather fall into a pattern. Um, Uh But yeah, that's how that's how I handle these big questions. For um, right. the little ones, you know, the specific – and the, uh, the story about Kathy who wandered off and her mom didn't know where she was, that's a really good example, right? Um, okay. Yeah. Let's bring them home safely. The bring them home safely spell, um, the protect childrens. – I've got a lot of protect children spells. That It's just like a thing. <laughs> so I, I have deities that I invoke and, um, and, and chants that I do, and the cord helps to have a place to put all that that energy that's wonderful.
1: Are you ever called upon to help bring home a missing child other than your friends? I mean, do the police or anybody, detectives, ever no. contact you about this? <laughs>
0: they
1: should. No, no but
0: the, the sort of thing, oh, that's that's lovely. I I do, I mean, I will look at a missing person. Sometimes I just know, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure other other people you've interviewed have said this you just know you look at a person's picture and you go oh yeah no they're not going to find them or yes Mm -hmm. that person's coming home but i'll also put that into an intention i won't necessarily use a cord for it but i'll put that into an intention every amber alert that goes out i go oh may you go home safely every every Uh fire engine that passes as the fire engine Mm -hmm. is going by i go oh let let the fire be put out and let everybody come through safely um, so I just always kind of put those little positive affirmations out there in the world. Yeah, Sometimes that's you a, need it so you fast. Know, that's even, wonderful. You, you don't even have time to make a chord.
1: <laughs> you just like do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just kind of yeah. put the intention out there. Yeah, no, especially yeah. with the kids. Yeah. Because you're hearing, I'm hearing more and more about it, about how many kids go missing and are never seen again or trafficked or... Whatever. Oh,
0: um, oh, so so sad. I know a person who had that happen.
1: Right? I mean, she lost her five-year-old
0: daughter. and Oh, it, no. I don't know, 40 years later. Yeah, 40 years later, there has never been a resolution to this, right? So it is oh, my really God. hard. I can't imagine is... a harder thing, honestly. Really, truly. Really, so, I can't yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good thing, too. Yeah.
1: Gosh. Oh, how terrible. Yeah. So uh, doing corn magic right away to help somebody, that that would be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, oh I put boy. the affirmation
0: in the world that let, let everybody be safe. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's something I do a lot. Um, I talk to people a lot in email or text or whatever, and I will just say, may you remain safe and well. It's a mm. wonderful affirmation to give people.
1: That really is now I again want to announce the name of your book, which is so wonderful: "Cord Magic: Tapping into the Power of String, Yarn, Twists, and Knots" by our guest tonight, Brandy Williams. Just been wonderful talking about all this. What's next for you? Because you are a writer; you have other books out too.
0: I have um, five books, and two of them went out of print. I have made a press, mimosony Press. That's M N demacy press and i'm reprinting my book so my current project is working on the woman magician um and i'm headlining i'm keynote for the sisterhood of avalon women in magic conference on october 1st it's a virtual conference so that's my goal i have the book available for print or ebook when the um by october 1st so that's my current project and then um i'm i'm always i'm always writing <laughs>
1: But yeah, I I'm guess so.
0: I'm, I want to I do, do a goddess goddess energy book next. I haven't done that for a while, and I, I'd like to talk about the way the way I work with goddesses, the way I do sitting practice with goddesses. That's what I want to work on next.
1: That would be great. Now, what color yarns, threads, et cetera, Do you recommend for work with goddesses? Oh, it depends on the goddess, right? <laughs> and the the great thing is that um, goddesses,
0: historical goddesses, will have. Um, you have pictures, or you have, um, images, you have ideas from antiquity. Uh, right now, I, I do, I'm, I'm, I'm doing tantric studies, so there are a ton of tantric goddesses, and you've got pictures, and they have, they come in colors. <laughs> they oh, have that specific makes it easy. colors, right? This one's red, this one's yellow, this one's blue, this one is blue, oh. black. Yeah, so it it makes it easy. Yeah. Um, and they oh come, my gosh. They have this great, great thing, malas. They have beads that um, that you can you can use to contact them. So yeah. That's that's oh. pretty easy. But yeah, any any goddess you can um, you can study them. It's it's one of the things you can do to get in contact with the deity. You study them, you study them historically and then it gives you the ideas.
1: Oh my goodness. That you do have to do a book about that. That sounds so fascinating. Definitely. I will. <laughs> well, hurry up and write I up. will <laughs> We're working on IT We're today. waiting. I was revisiting Isis. Isis, great of magic. Isis is the goddess of magic. So. Well, I think that that's a good place to start. Now, what color cord do we have for Isis?
0: Well, I would. Um, I'm wearing yellow. Actually, I have because she she's um, she's got such solar energy. Um, I would uh-huh. I would use uh, yellow and red for Isis. But I'm going to have to go back and look. Um, I know Hathor, I've done a lot of work with Hathor, and she's definitely associated with red. So I wear a red scarf mm-hmm. for, for Hathor. And, and, and it makes sense, right? I mean, love, sensuality, yeah. energy, you know. Yes, yes. That, that's that's, oh that's my the goodness. colors I use for them. <laughs> yep.
1: That's great. That's great. Oh, somebody just texted in, um, what color cord should I use to help me open my third eye?
0: Well, um, you could look at the color associated with the Anya Chakra in the general um, Hindu Tantric systems, um, or you could tune into your third eye, what is the color that you see there, what's the color that you associate with it. And just in general, um, if, you, if you need just a starter, I would look in the purple spectrum. I would expect that it would be somewhere in there. But whatever okay. you see is what is appropriate for you. That's very important. (laughs) If it works for you, it works for you.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm just enjoying this conversation so much. I don't want it to end, but unfortunately we'll have to end, Brandy. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to hearing back from you on your further adventures and your goddess book. Got to have you back on the show. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for the opportunity.
1: Definitely. And next week, everybody, we'll be back with another great show. And until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with
0: Supernatural.